Welcome back to the Well Now podcast. We're changing things up. We're going to be singing the entire podcast. Just kidding. Okay. Okay. So, welcome back. I'm here with Jordan again. What up? And it's a Saturday night. We were just at our local neighborhood pub, Darby's. We got lit. Great spot. Sangrigri. Sangrigri. Sangria. Sick. And burgers. <laughs> um, and you bought. So, before going, I was like, we should get some sort of card game or board game. It'd be really fun. Yeah. So, there's a board game store nearby to the pub. And I told Jordan, don't go crazy. He comes back with like three different games. Yeah. I walked into that place. These boys were playing some like magic. What's, I forget what the card. It's just called magic. I'm pretty sure. Okay. They were into it. Mm. Were they I was bought, just like learning all about it. Do you think it. they like, were like shit. pissed off that you walked in? Because they're playing? I definitely interrupted them. And yeah. I definitely am not allowed back. So uh, that's yeah. unfortunate. Except we've brought a lot of business. We've spent a lot of money. Are you spent a, a lot ton of, money? of money there? Yeah. Holy fuck. Especially over this year. I know. We like, love the games. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then now it's just like the perfect way to end a Saturday to record a podcast, to force Jordan to come sit again and to record a podcast. That's not forcing. Okay. I'm glad. There's a nerf gun in my head. It's fine. Help. It's fine. So today is about Eileen motherfucking goo. goo. And it's all about skiing. My favorite sport because I'm the best skier in the she world. She's unreal. Yes. You are. Incredible. JK, JK. I've only skied twice in my life. I am taking a lesson this year, which is really good. Because she won't let me teach her. That is not true. I just think if there's anyone listening that has never skied before and is like interested in skiing, I've met people that have never skied or done any snow sport before, um, but are not interested in learning. So most of my friends that I know have skied snowboard before as they're, and then they do it now, but I just have never learned. So it is my goal too. And if you're someone who hasn't learned and wants to learn, hit me up. That's a good we, idea. We can look like little amazing skiers on the baby slope. You're bunny bunny make, slope? Yeah. Baby slope? Bunny hill? Is it not yeah, bunny hill? Bunny, bunny slope? Hill. No, bunny okay. Hill. Bunny hill, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Eileen Goo is a powerhouse in the ski world, right? That's For multiple str- yeah. reasons. But if you don't know her, one of like her bigger accomplishments this year is that she is not the- two years ago. No, 2022. Oh, shit. Is the youngest Olympic champion in freestyle skiing after winning gold medals in big air and half pipe and a silver medal in slope style at the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Mm. So she's 19 now, but she was 18 years old. Uh, Okay. So Jordan, if people haven't watched the Olympics for skiing, what is big air and what is half pipe? Uh, Well, no, no. She was in slope style and big air. Yeah. So big air is basically there's one large jump. And oh, you, sorry, sorry. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah, air, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's one large jump in big air, and so you're basically ranked from one to a hundred, um, and there are five judges from multiple countries, and each um, each competitor is judged on style, trick difficulty um grabs there's like a bunch of like shit that they're being judged on um and eileen goo she won she won gold with a a double cork uh 1620 if it was oh yeah if you guys don't know what that is like it's pretty crazy because like very i think there's there's only been like two or three women to land that trick which is like 
crazy. And she stomped it including on the Olympic me. podium, including me. Savannah Locke and Eileen Gu. And then there's this woman in the X Games. I forget what her name is. Double Cork. Double Cork. Double Cork 1620, baby. Okay, before we proceed, yeah, who comes up with these names? Like, I understand the 360, the 180, all that, but the double cork. Why? What does that mean? It's like, what if you, what if you make your own one? Does someone just make up a new name? Like, let's say you do like an extra like leg or two flip around thing, or people are like, oh, let's let's name that the corky corky cork. Like, I think. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think <laughs> it's like they question. open a cupboard. They open a cupboard, <laughs> and the, the first thing they see is like, <laughs> like ah yes, a bag of. Pretzels. pretzels yeah but pretzel oh, yeah double- pretzel is actually a ski trick no it's not i swear to god oh my god that's insane whoa maybe we should be in charge for naming 100 oh i mean tricks. you should be in charge but cork is off axis it's like an off axis spin so you're basically doing a uh a rotation off okay. axis okay so for people that don't know i am serving as the person that knows nothing about skiing jordan is like closer to an expert because he loves skiing and i'm sure he'll go on about it after we talk about eileen yeah. So what's so cool about Eileen is she's half Chinese, half American. We love the dual identity. I feel like this past year I've seen more people or sorry, more celebrities or more people of influence on screen mm-hmm. representing people kind of like me um, because I haven't seen too much of it and just Asian women in general. Um, but seeing her was amazing. I know she was She's less, well, I guess she's a celebrity now too. Um, yeah. oh, she the summer I turned pretty, I won't shut up about the show, but the lead <laughs> is like half Chinese, which is so cool. Yeah. So Eileen Gu really use, uses and embraces both identities. That's what I strive to do. But so she speaks fluent uh, Mandarin at home. Uh, her mom is Chinese. She lives with her grandma um, and her dad is American and she grew up in San Francisco and she's the face of over 30 campaigns in both the U.S. and China. That's insane. Holy God. So she's like a newbie in the marketing world. And she represents a lot of the Chinese campaigns. And they love her because obviously she is Chinese. She's an Olympic athlete. But also she's appealing to like the North American side. So in Chinese culture, it's like quite, especially with women, there's been like a lot of surgeries. I think the most popular surgery in China was the eyelid surgery mm. where Chinese women were getting double eyelids versus the mono eyelids to look more North American or Western. Yeah. Wow. Right. Which is That's really, really sad. sad. So yeah. maybe there's an appeal there. I don't know. I don't want to speak fully on um, the culture there because I'm not yeah. completely educated on that. Yeah, but there's yeah. little things that I do know. And in China, she was nicknamed the frog princess and she uses that on her Chinese social media accounts. Um, and it comes from uh, wearing a green helmet like that she wore during competition. So also she's been doing a lot of public speaking events. She's also a model um, and Time Magazine named her as one of the hundred most influential people in the world under the pioneers category at like 18 years old. That's insane, yeah. She has a lot of pressure on her shoulders. So. She, I think she should be going to Stanford right now. And I think why both yeah, she countries, Stanford, yeah, she did. Right? so both, both countries, the U S and China, why they see her as like the marketing God or yeah. like person to represent them. It's because obviously, obviously she's an incredible athlete. She's really smart. She's going to Stanford and she's very like in terms of political issues, very neutral. Yeah. She's very marketable. Yes. Very yeah. marketable. And if you have seen any interviews where she's being asked the question about either the Chinese government or what she thinks about these certain issues, she focuses on her overarching, overarching message of unity. Mm. So uniting both sides. 
I can't imagine what it's like being 18 years old where you have to be essentially perfect. Like one slip up, so many marketing campaigns or companies could just like lose millions of dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of pressure on an 18 year old to go to school, to be an athlete, to be a model, but also have these massive countries behind you and massive brands yeah. that you're Especially having to represent. China, like she really, I don't want to say she's used by the Chinese government, but she's mm-hmm. very much like, like she's a bit of a face, especially in terms of like how she's being marketed over there. It's crazy when, when you Google her name, her face is like plastered all over China, which mm-hmm. is insane. So I guess it does put her into a pretty difficult position because like she's being rewarded for being this like face of China, but mm-hmm. like there's so many political issues going on mm-hmm. in China right now with yeah. Hong Kong and everything. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty interesting. I think also, I know she's young right now and she's probably just like soaking it up, soaking it up all in, you know, yeah. because there's a lot going on and it's incredible. She's probably just so proud of herself, but I think as she starts to get older and becoming a young adult, she's going to have her own opinions. She's yeah. going to want to voice those. Well, my theory is like she has her own opinion, but yeah. she's probably getting paid a lot and she probably has, cause she is so young. Yeah. She probably has the impact of like her family and probably some like pretty big names that are like telling her what to be saying, like what to say. I think you can all, a person can only do that for so long. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how long she'll be able to do it, but if she's wanting to have a career yeah. as a professional skier and she's competing for China. Yeah she can't criticize the Chinese government. Oh, hundred percent. If she wants to continue to compete for China. Yeah. Thing is she's, I don't know. Does she talk about why she decided to ski for China? Was I that think, brought up any, like anywhere? I think it was just a decision that she wanted to make. I don't think she, I think she just wanted to represent yeah. um, China, but I'm sure there was like a real reason to, but probably yeah. I wonder is as it, she is gets it a older. Smart, is it a smarter move in terms of skiing or there's, there's no difference? I mean, she's won gold. Yeah. So like it doesn't, she could have skied for the is US. Is there like less competition, China versus the US? Like, is there more? Well, China. Like on her team, I mean, like the direct competition there. I don't think there is any, no other Chinese skier qualified for the, for the. Fi- That's what uh, I mean. Finals. But in the US, like, let's say she still. Re- there were two. There... She was still representing the US. Like, are people. She would have from... still been a finalist. Okay. Oh, hands down. Yeah. And another question, and again, I'm sorry for anyone who knows the Olympics and skiing, but I actually, I really don't. But how much of like when they're making these, the judges, yeah, they're making like these points or what are they called? Just like the scores. The scores, yeah. 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 How much of it is political or like how are they basing this off? Because I remember we were watching yesterday, like a girl that did an amazing trick that you're like, this is so cool. And then she only got, she got like a pretty low score. And you're like, oh, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. It's definitely not political, but it's like, it's interesting how the scoring goes. It's the scoring for like almost all, uh, I don't want to say performance sports, but like uh, opinion based or whatever, Mm -hmm. like figure skating, for example, there's all, there's so much controversy like Mm -hmm. surrounding it all. Mm -hmm. And there is so much controversy with like skiing, like scoring and and the judges there. Um, And like a lot of people argue that style is set aside and there's like this classic saying like spin to win mm-hmm. where like the more rotations the better for like judges rather mm-hmm. than like the um 
the focus on like styling it and making it look good Mm. um which people have kind of like picketed to start like um focusing on Mm -hmm. in the olympics too because it's like that's a huge part of skiing is Mm -hmm. is, like style and making things look good and clean that's kind of where like eileen goo is the perfect like embodiment of the perfect skier like her rotations and everything like that are almost computer-like like it's insane how crazy she is at it is that just a natural talent obviously she trains really hard for it yeah what do you think makes a really good let's say let's be more specific a freestyle or slope style skier well honestly I think like maybe it really depends on one like the training who the coaching is but also like where you're from it's like skiing varies dependent on like East coast skiers are very much different from West coast skiers. So she's from San Fran. So where was she skiing? So I actually have no clue where you would ski in San Fran. No, she's not skiing in San Fran. She's going to the closest mountain. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the closest mountain. That's totally not too far. Yeah. That's too far. Colorado. I don't even know, but still like she's probably, I don't know what the rules are in the Olympics. Like if your coach has to be from China, Mm -hmm. But you can kind of sense that there is like a huge like focus on um, like drilling each rotation down into mm-hmm. like perfect like succession instead of like with style, there's a little bit of like imperfections and mm-hmm. that would, that's what make, makes things like look good. Okay. Question. Which, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Question. Um, in terms of skiing and would you say like as an overarching like statement that to get into skiing, it is quite, sorry, this is really, she's so cute. Her talk is just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's so cute. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Let's let her pass. Yeah. Um, question. So with skiing, it's in a very expensive sport. Yeah. The gear so itself is very expensive. So is I there, mean, you know, you saw that firsthand. This oh yeah. Is there a barrier for people? If you're a, a certain um, socioeconomic class to get into 100%, it. So would you yeah. say that most people in the Olympics are, I mean, before, before they won any medals, they were pretty well off to begin with. Like, are they getting sponsorships? Um, like you need to have money or some sort of money to be a professional skier. No. Yeah. Like if you break things down, you your like ski gear costs, like you, you don't have to buy top-notch stuff. So like, let's say you're just not an expert, but you you just want to buy ski things. Mm-hmm. You're probably ranging for everything under your feet is like uh, probably $800 or actually no, $1,000 boots, bindings, skis. And then you need snow pants, jacket, which you can probably get away with spending like 500 to $600 wow. for like, that's low like quality stuff. So that right there is over a thousand dollars. And then a ski pass, let's say you wanted to ski where we're from in Vancouver. If you want to ski at Whistler, which is the big mountain, you're spending $1,200 just for a ski pass. So, and that's without coaching and coaching is expensive too. So there's definitely a a socioeconomic barrier. Like it's, it's insane. Um, I mean, you talked about it with, uh, I mean, there's also, yeah, there's a a racial barrier barrier as well. There's a lot. Yeah. Like, if you're interested in that, I spoke with Indra yeah. um, and she talks a lot about race and with skiing and how there's a lot of barriers there. So yeah, I'll link that episode. That was a really good interview. Yeah. Which would be interesting. And like, I, I think a really cool 
conversation would be like like two of my favorite like athletes in in this realm are like zeb powell who's a snowboarder he's a black snowboarder and then uh, simon glass which is a black skier and they both are incredible skiers and they're mm-hmm. both like sponsored zeb powell i don't know was he in the olympics he was definitely in the like x games but mm-hmm. there's like very limited uh representation in mm-hmm. the olympics i don't think anyone was of color in the um other than Eileen Gu in uh in the in the final okay or even in very the interesting yeah so there's a lot of barriers there it's not just like money barriers uh, no barriers. I don't there's so. a lot there's a, there's a bigger issues there yeah um and I also did I forgot that I did have her PR answer as to why she switched from um the U.S. to China so she said she wanted to inspire millions of young people in China and unite people, promote common understanding, create communication, and forge friendships between nations. That was her very PR answer. So she, right from the beginning, I'm going on unity. Like she clearly yeah. has a very good PR team. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Very good PR team. I really hope down the line that this was a really good decision for her because what that's going to look like it'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens if when she gets older and she starts to like like i don't know how much of her voice is like a part of this pr statement but Mm -hmm. like like when she starts voicing her like opinions Mm -hmm. a little more freely like is is she going to start skiing for the u.s Mm -hmm. you know i also i'm very curious to know how she identifies with like which culture does she identify more with yeah i think it's just natural too it's very hard for it to be 50 50 because she grew up in san fran and i have an understanding that she has like friends in china but she spends most of her time in the states yeah so is there i don't know is it just does she identify more with being in the states or does she like I'm, i'm very curious to know where her identity lies obviously you can do you can identify with both yeah but just growing up in the states i'm sure she's traveling a lot to oh yeah china China, yeah yeah it's very interesting yeah no she's super cool a little bit of this